Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Super Bowl is here, and you can get in on all the action at betonline.ag. This game is too close for me, Alan. Mm-hmm. I'm not betting the game. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm hanging pretty high, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet the game. And I'm going to bet one prop for a special edition Ride with Razzie Super Bowl. Once again, betonline.ag. They have this. It's amazing. I love betonline.ag. I'm going to bet the Gatorade. And I'm going to bet orange. I love orange. Ride with Razzie on orange. It's a beautiful color. I love its radiance. Um, So I'm going to bet orange. Go to betonline.ag. Always available online or on your mobile device. Visit betonline today. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Long Ball Podcast with your hosts, Alan Styles and Orlando Razzo. If you're listening to us, you know where to find us, everywhere you find great podcasts. And while you're there, rate us. Give us five stars if you like us. If you don't like us, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. Orlando, you are driving today. You're in the driver's seat. I'm in the passenger seat. You came up with the game plan. You came up with what we're going to talk about. What what do you what do you think and what's hot? There's some things that are obvious, some things that aren't so obvious. How are we feeling? Feeling great. It's a special week. Um, it's actually so. Before we get started, I I wrote out the show today. Wow. Um, I wrote it out perfectly, mapped it out, game so plan, right. boom, drew it up, Belichick, hoodie. Um, but it's a special week. I thought we'd take care of some housekeeping, you know, before we get into the, the meat and potatoes. Okay. So it's Razo birthday week. Razo birthday week is the, always the first week of February. All my family's birthdays are in the same week. Okay. So it's pretty, I mean, when you say all, it is. All. So a cousin and an aunt are in the week and then it's my entire what is it what's it called uh immediate yes. immediate family my entire immediate family it's all of our birthdays so my dad's is the first my mom's is the second my cousins is the third my brothers is the fifth my aunts is the sixth and i am the seventh wow to culminate wow. So you uh, got... i believe i use that word incorrectly maybe i use it correctly to so culminate three days so I'm the grand finale, um, but it's yeah, three days. It's Super yeah, Bowl your birthday, Sunday. Super Bowl. My birthday, my brother, my brother's birthday. Happy birthday to him! This episode's coming out on on his birthday, so wishing a happy birthday to him. Wishing a happy birthday to my whole wow, family. That's beautiful. I guess that is my side. Yeah, it's a generation. It's a it's a family that I guess just loves Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I was doing the math there. Yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, crunching the numbers. It's it's a family that loves to get after it on uh, on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So, right, you got to keep it going. I mean, you know that hey, you have to keep it going. Consistency is key, but I mean, it's it pretty. It really is remarkable. My dad is. It was his seventieth birthday, mm-hmm. and the guy is just. I mean, he's an all time guy. Right. Uh, the judge, as as they call him, was he a judge? Um, I was golfing. He is. Oh a judge. wow. 
Yes, yes, he is a judge. Um, I was golfing with him, shit, a couple months mm-hmm. ago, a few months ago, and we had some beverages mm-hmm. together. Uh, we definitely uh, got amongst it, and we went to lunch, uh, you know, outside. We had lunch at the golf course after, and I think I challenged him to do some push-ups because he said he's been doing a bunch of – he does a ton of push-ups. Okay. Like, the 70-year-old man golfs a lot. Does, does a lot of push-ups yeah. and I, I challenged him to do some push-ups. He just starts repping out push-ups at the table. And then I told him to hold on the last one. And the guy just does a, I mean, he's got great mm-hmm. form too. It was, it was a thing of beauty. It was a thing of beauty. You want to give a shout out to the judge. Um, so Razo birthday week, special week. Um, other housekeeping. We do have the Super Bowl. Who do you have? Man. This has been one of the toughest ones. And and it's been it's funny because there have been years where you pick and you're wrong and you don't necessarily feel like it's tough and you just miss. This one, I'm just like, I don't know. I've picked against Brady one too many times and gotten burned. I do remember specifically for some odd reason in my adolescence wanting the Patriots to beat the Giants one of the times they played them and Brady didn't do it. I was like, wow, that was the one time I rooted for Brady and he didn't do it. So then it was like, okay, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Here's the thing. Being a Raider fan, I'm pretty sure – being a Raider fan, this is a tough one because most Raider fans hate Brady because of the tuck rule, and they hate the Chiefs because they're the Chiefs. From what I've seen from the fellow Raider fans on social media and Twitter, they're saying that the hate for the Chiefs should be greater than their hate for Tom Brady. So because of that, they're all rooting for the Bucks. So I have no problem with Patrick Mahomes. I don't. And I run into this problem all the him. time because I'm I'm a Raiders fan. I have no problem with Patrick Mahomes. I kind of like Andy Reid. He was in Philly with the Eagles. You know, I, I kind of like Andy Reid. And I'm a Giants fan, San Francisco Giants. And I don't really mind the Dodgers. Mookie w- was my favorite player on the Red Sox. And now he goes to the Dodgers. What am I supposed to just not like him anymore? So I'm always in a tough spot. It's it's harder for the Dodgers because that's baseball. And I think I'm just more passionate about it. So with all that being said, I probably am rooting for the Bucks. I'm probably rooting for the Bucks. Do I actually think they can beat the Chiefs? T- anything's possible with Tom, but the Chiefs look like a juggernaut. If Tom did this, you have to put him in the conversation of best athlete of all time. I truly believe that. No, I truly believe that it'd be the greatest thing any athlete's ever done. And which would be good from a Warriors standpoint, because this would be greater than the 3-1 in Cleveland. This would be greater. Without a doubt. Well, you bring up the Warriors. I was going to say, the Chiefs are very similar to the Warriors in the sense that they just turn it on anytime and they'll just blitzkrieg you right. and just beat, beat your ass like out of nowhere. Right. Um, but they're different in the sense that they're really like, it's pretty easy to see why other fans don't like Draymond. Like everyone loves clay. Right. Obviously Steph gets like the weird, unnecessary. But a lot of people know, hate. but most That's people just, do say the only warrior I, I mess with is clay that we, we used to hear that for a long right. time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So like everyone hated the mm-hmm. Warriors, but the Chiefs, like they're really 
hard not to like. Yeah. The, you know, Andy Reid is such a likable dude. Mahomes, like you cannot. The the Patrick Mahomes hate is kind of bizarre to me. I'll give, I don't think anyone who hates me. Maybe it's just because I follow a bunch of Raider fans, but the obviously the Tyreek Hill stuff is sketchy because he's not the best guy in the world. Uh, you know, didn't really nobody like nobody just has any opinions of Russell Wilson, which is so on brand. <laughs> like he's just corny. He's just there. Yeah, he's they're just, just like excellent quarterback. Yeah, it's yeah. just strictly like amazing quarterback. Oh, that's man. it. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. You know, Niners. Fans, I don't think if 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 Niners fans want to thank anyone, they need to be thanking Sierra because ever since Russell got with Sierra, the Seahawks haven't won anything. That's true. That's very true. And. Well, first of all, I fucking hate the Seahawks and I hate the Chiefs. So let's not get that to us. I'm speaking Wait, did for like you hate the Chiefs prior to them beating the Niners. No, <laughs> of course not. But I hate them now. Right. Like I'll forever until unless the Niners just beat them, then all is forgiven. Right. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm speaking for the majority of America. I don't think they hate yeah, the Chiefs no, at all. I, I think that I think the majority of America likes the Chiefs and doesn't like Tom Brady. Yeah, it, I, I or want Tom Brady to win. I think at this point everyone. I, yeah, if this was the if this and I, but I think it happens quick, right? I think if this was, let's say Mahomes was a couple years younger, and now he's going for his third or fourth ring, maybe there would be some. Oh, I'm tired of this guy, and 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 Tom Brady's about to be done. Maybe Tom Brady would get some of that that love, but it's only Mahomes' second time in the Super Bowl. People did hate the Patriots collectively, but I do think they hate Tom Brady. I don't, Tom Brady's probably hated less now with the Bucks, but they still hate him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, have you seen the movie Head of State? Yes. With Chris yeah. Rock? So, you know, at the end when it's just like, I'm voting for Mays Gilliam, I'm voting for Brian yeah. Lewis. Then it shows the big black dude. He's like, who the fuck you think I'm voting yeah, for? Yeah. That's just kind of my pick. Gotcha. It's just, who the fuck do you think hey, I'm picking? I'm picking Tom. Picking Tom. I'm going to so pick I think Tom. we got two Toms yeah. in here. Yep, two Toms. I hate the Chiefs. Uh, last housekeeping item, Tommy Romero. Big shout out. I don't know if you know who Tommy Romero is. He was really my first uh, – I think he was the first person I really met, a uh, player that I really met in the Mariners organization. Stud. Drafted one round ahead mm-hmm. of me and has just pretty much shoved – Every single time he's took the baseball, right. he's pitching for team Puerto Rico right now There you go. and got the, got the ball. He got the pill. The manager came out. He said, Tommy, you want the ball? He said, yes, coach. Yes, coach. I want the ball. I'm going to shove. And he, I think he went five and two thirds, six innings. He pitched very well. Gotcha. Very, very shout well. Out. And he just, yeah. Shout out to you, Tommy. All right, let's get into it. We got, to lead it off, Nolan Arenado traded from the Rockies to the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they look good, man. That Central stinks. We know that Central stinks, so they look good. Do they? I don't think they stink. It's just not. Well, I'm thinking not it's the one Brewers, move. the Cardinals, the Cubs. Who? Yeah, they stink. Do who they am stink? I missing? The Reds. Yeah, they stink. It's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I think, I think the Brewers are going to be always, obviously a tough team. You know, they got they got some pieces, but yeah, it's a pretty shitty division. And 
Man, the Cardinals look like now but uh, easily the best team in that yeah. division. And it's – I think the whole story in this, I'm happy for him. I they really am. It's kind Wong. of an NBA. They did lose Colton Wong. To the, the Brewers, Brewers in division. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm happy for Arenado. This was kind of an NBA deal mm-hmm. where he just kind of forced his way out. It's clear he did not want to be there. But this is a case where you can make the argument, well – you know, I've, I've seen it on Twitter. There was one guy that I didn't go after. I just kind of tried to make him, I tried no, he didn't even respond. I tried to make him uh, think about his actions or think about his thoughts and, and what he tweeted because it was just so fucking asinine. Um, But they're going to say like Arenado forced his way out. They made him, trade him and i i saw that they didn't want to they didn't want him to poison the clubhouse all that stuff all right whatever good for him but you can't say like you can't blame him for wanting out of that situation no at all no and it's funny because i saw a tweet you know we we always have to bring it back to the giants i saw a tweet thank you so much to the cardinals for taking goldschmidt and now Arenado, two uh, two Giants killers out of the division. And I'm just thinking to myself, remember the good old days when we just had to worry about Goldschmidt and Arenado? Like, that is the last thing on anybody's mind right now. We have bigger problems. We got the Dodgers. We got the Padres. Arenado could have stayed with the Rockies, and it wouldn't have made a damn difference. Yeah. Or a damn difference at all. At all. But sure. Thanks, Cardinals. It is on the other side of that, the trade away the the franchise player model that seems like it's running rampant through Major League Baseball more than any other sport. I feel like, and I I mean, you have these guys in the NBA, that's the way the NBA is. It's just, it's mobile. It's a completely different league. But I think baseball players like Lindor wanted to stay in Cleveland. Mookie wanted to stay (laughs) in Boston. This whole idea of the, the trade away, the generational talent model. I mean, the Red Sox handed the Dodgers the world series. Yeah, but they're different situations. You can't compare them all the same way though. Cause Mookie, they love it. You love the Red Sox, but you want to get paid. You know, they, they, it's not that. How are you? What do you mean? You you should pay him. I don't think you can. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be on the side of when the major league baseball teams are crying poor no, for I, a generational player. If you, right. no, I know, and I'm not, and I'm not suggesting you take there, a pay you cut. Can keep I'm not there. suggesting take a pay cut. The Aronado one was different because he was mid contract and he was just like, dude, it's not popping. Like it's not. It's not okay, going down me. at all. Mr. Mr. Get and me we, here. It doesn't seem like there was a situation where pretty much what they're trying, what they tried to do with Harden a little bit. Hey, like we're, we're trying to make this work. What they're going to try to do with Deshaun Watson seemed like the Rockies were like, yeah, we're still going to suck. So let's get you out of here. That And that is just, that's a whole different situation well 
That's actually a better way to look at it for the Rockies. Like, but it, at the same time, it's still you have to hold these franchises accountable. It's just the Rockies being like, "Yep, we're shitty, so we'll get you somewhere better." It's just and them give away fifty taking mil. it on the chin. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll pay you to take him. And also, I was listening to. How do you stop this? Like, how do you? You can't. Trevor Story's next. This is next. He's Trevor next. Story he comes sure to the to the Giants. Okay, he's not the strongest defensive shortstop. Goes to third. He's amazing defensively. You know, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard he's different amazing. things. I've heard different things. He's not going to be better than yeah. Marco Luciano. Sources. So you move him to third. Marco comes in right there. You got some action there. You got action. You got belt at first. No, yep. no, got, you uh, don't have belt. The at wheels first. are turning. No, you don't. The wheels are turning. But how do you get rid of this? I was listening to. Um, Jeff Passan, and he was talking about Passan. Jeff Passan. Correct. Thank you. Um, he was talking about how you just got to get rid of arbitration. I, I, he didn't say you got to get rid of arbitration, but he said you got to make free agency earlier, which means you're going to have to get rid of arbitration. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of fans how do know you, what arbitration is, to be honest. No. No, I hate talking about it. This whole business side of baseball, it's a dark. I realize it's part of the game. It's ingrained in the history. But, bro, I fucking hate talking about this shit. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. Like, this is not bombs. This is not no. Cheddar Bob. This is not uh, fucking Snapdragons. Like, I don't I don't care about this. But you're, you're going to have to get rid of it. Guys just got it. To put it in layman's, is it layman or layman? I think the latter layman no layman and laywoman terms enough i believe you have to start free agency earlier so at 20 but there's a lot of moving parts of that like how many years have you been in the minors if you've been in the minors for five years you should be a free agent after like two years or three right. years but that also depends on where you got drafted were you a high school guy were you a Juco guy? Like there's so many baseballs essentially fucked itself and how it's going to navigate through this. Yeah. It's a mess. And it's, it's sad to be honest, the, the model and even look back, we've talked so much about the Astros model. And that's the thing. We talk so much about the Astros model because it's really the only time it's worked <laughs> in the last two decades. The only time it's kind of worked. Let's just start from the ground up draft well and everybody and everybody's gonna hit it's very similar to the giants in the way in a way the giants were never like super trash but they hit you know it, i mean similar to the warriors they hit you gotta hit and you gotta keep who you hit and it has to be a combination of hitting and adding the right pieces i think the giant situation is way too unique that because it, ju it just was, but the Astros, it's funny, the Giants have more World Series, but you can make the argument that the Astros have been more competitive, which makes absolutely no sense. But like once they've kind of hit their strides. So it, that model is not, just doesn't happen very often. And then you get the model and then you have the, the Rays who get hot for a season like they did this past season and then they trade away their arguably their ace at, at worst their number two, so it, it, it's it's just a, been doing it for years. the A's, Marcus yeah. Simeon MVP candidate. They don't even they they 
barely they I read it, Marcus, they called them and it was just bad. It was just bad. Now the A's I Dude, they offered him a weird ass. Yeah, now the A's uh, when you talk about poor man's baseball, they're on another level of bad. On another it's level. It's like a bunch of teams under $88 million payroll. That you can't is, make people spend money. That is some frugal shit, bro. Yeah. That is so bad. But ball. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts once again, and they're headed for – let's not talk about it anymore. Yes. Let's nip it in the butt and just say there has to be something done yes. to where we can't see uh, these organizations just being like, all right, we, you know what we have to do? Maybe this situation is a bit different because the Cardinals are shitty, I guess, with – but it's the same teams. It's always the same teams. Yes. Or not the, the Cardinals Rockies, are shitty. Yeah. The Rockies are shitty. Excuse me. I digress. Um, but it's always the same teams that are pulling this bullshit. So there's got to be something done. It's It's got to be free agency earlier. That's that's the only way. These guys got to get the bag at age 26. So Yeah. Yeah. And, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Angels. I mean, is it really? Do you know Angels fans? I get confused, but I think Vietti is either an Angels or a Padres fan. He talks about them a lot. He's from SAC. He talks about those two teams specifically a lot. Yeah. I know a weird amount of Angels fans. I don't. I I, I know a weird, weird amount of Angels fans. Well, they must not be very happy. Well, I guess like this is the year they're actually supposed to be decent. I think they there's like a belief there. Otani is supposed to take the next step, and I'm like, what 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 next step? Just staying healthy is that the next step at this point? Should be. I mean, that's definitely the next step. It's not. He can't jump. Maybe he could jump like four steps. I'm surprised they didn't get the uh, the little shortstop from was it Japan or Korea. The one that the Padres got. Korea. That kind of seemed. Was he? He was in the KBO. Yeah, that kind of seemed like an uh, Angels thing to do. And they didn't even get him. So. Yeah. But uh, Angels are in LA. You, you, They spend money. They have Rendon. They just can't put. That's Bauer. a different. What? They should try and they get. Can try. I, I bet they're trying to get. I bet they're trying. We'll talk more about Is that. One of the, oh, you see Luba said two teams left. Down to two she said final two. Well, yeah, and then they had the the Nightingale incident, which we'll we'll get right. to. But the yeah, man, these these teams, dude, they gotta stop trading. They gotta. How about just take a step back and put shit into perspective? Just be like, whoa, maybe we shouldn't. That's an, a slap in the face to the player development right. teams. You guys can't develop some pieces to. So that we can keep the generational talent. We can't draft guys and and plug guys in and sign guys that are gonna build a team around this generation generational talent. Like that's just a slap in the face to everyone. Um, or just self-awareness, realizing they're just being okay with being shitty. Um enough of that. The Mets, they're horny again. They are horny. Um, just the horniest fucking franchise ever. 
what the hell? What type of vetting process is this? It's a mess. I had a buddy joking uh, at the beginning of quarantine. He's single. And, you know, when you're not single like myself, you hear they, people like to tell you stories about being single, not anything crazy, just as far as the dating life. He was like, yeah, man, you know, everybody's just locked up feels like the horniest time in America right now. <laughs> we just kept saying that. And that was last year. Feels like the horniest time for the Mets has just been forever, forever. They're just horny all the time, all the time. Dude, what the hell, man? By the way, I do agree with your buddy. <laughs> um, but what the hell are we doing? This guy, Mickey, Mickey Callaway, he's the pitching coach for the Angels, who's, by the way, he's suspended yes. right now and now he can't immediately get fired because he's denied any wrongdoing mm -hmm. which pretty cut and dry there was some wrongdoing mm -hmm. like pretty like we talked about earlier some things are just black and white you can look take one look and and examine everything and just be like yeah this guy's a fucking creep mm -hmm. yep and make the call just yeah call him out hose him you know, send him to the Same. bench. And this guy has just flat out said, no, I didn't, I didn't do anything right. wrong. Um, just, it's absurd. It's absurd. I, how do you, you have to somehow, and, and people were covering for this guy for a long time. It's bad. It's bad. It, it's all been bad. I just don't understand the worst kept secret, how this keeps happening. And maybe we're fools to think that, this was going to be an isolated incident and just go away. But I think we were just trying to be hopeful and, you know, it didn't work out that way. It, it, and it typically never does where there's smoke, there's fire. And there was already fire where there's fire. The fire usually continues to grow. So it's bad, man. It, it's, it's just, you can't catch a break. Yeah. And, and it obviously it just, once again, it, it makes you realize that there's still just a long way to go. And we're, we're, I think one of the good things that we do on this podcast is we're able to make somehow um, be able to bring good vibes with when there's, you know, not so great news right. and, and stuff that makes you realize like, you know, this, this sucks. It, it sucks that this is a part of it once again. Um, and it's still obviously a, a really serious issue because there were people that were just covering up for him and, and they called it the worst kept secret in sports. The fuck does that That's say? terrible, you know, and it was national, I think women in sports day this week. So shout out to all the women doing their thing. And, you know, sorry that you still have to deal with some of this ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. It just makes no sense. And hopefully one day we'll be able to move past it. And people can just do their jobs and keep their horniness. There's so many avenues to be horny. So many. I don't need to go through them. There's a ton. Why? I don't know if this guy, is he married? I don't know if he's married. My guess would be yes. Dude. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other ways you could be a scumbag, man. I don't understand it. So I, it's uh, it's very unfortunate. And um, honestly, it sucks we have to talk about it. But these guys, like, it's got to be addressed. And, um, you know, it, shit, 
I hope he gets fired. Yeah. I hope they they it should be a swift investigation. It's like they could just read the articles right. and Let text me message. Yes. Yeah. Horn dog, get out of here. Shirt. This guy just there's a picture of him shirtless. Right. Like weirdo. Okay. Um the other thing I want to get to is something that is very important. Like it's it was the big passing story of this week. I don't know if you did you read the article? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. Article? I read about 75% of it just throughout my work day. Okay. So I read it and then I watched the documentary and then I went back, I read it again um because it was man, that shit was powerful. Like Yeah. To be to be dude. honest, like I know it ended on a high note, but for me just throughout the day, it, it was a lot. It is a lot. It's a great story, but it wasn't uh, uh, a light read at all. You're just like, whoa, dang. You so know? to refresh everyone, you know, this guy, Drew Robinson from Vegas, mm-hmm. um, drafted by the Rangers out of high school, spent a, I mean, he's a career minor leaguer. He's a grinder. This is why I always say I have the utmost respect for guys that have been in the minor leagues for so long because it is so, so hard. Like it's, I'm sure it's the same, you know, with any sport with the G right. league with all with uh, the, the mini tours in golf. Um, you know, you're going to these obscure yeah. anybody cities. that it's a fucking TGI Fridays, by the way, I got a good idea for us next okay. week. We're going to rank the post game gotcha. meals. So just quick okay. side note, anybody that didn't get like, and that is not to say that people that players and athletes that do kind of have that quick path to where they're, they, they're trying to go, not to say they didn't work hard, not to say they didn't have hardships, but anybody that didn't get that anoint that anointing immediately and had to kind of grind and maybe made it, maybe not. And you start to look at yourself in the mirror, all those athletes that are just like, there is so there are a lot of other ways to make money. Am I do am I is it time to make a decision? How long do I kind of grind this thing out? I mean that that amongst a million other mm-hmm. things is what's what's going through what's going through the mind of someone that's that's grinding to make it to the show. But the so this story, this guy obviously drafted career minor leaguer, makes it to the big leagues, kind of struggles a little bit. You know, he's he's pretty much up and down, some injuries here and there. Signed by the Giants, and then during COVID, buys a gun and shoots himself in his house in the head, just swift, swiftly, man. Yeah, that was he said it was just. Picked up, picked up the gun, pulled the trigger. He did he wake up? Now I'm like blanking. If he if he yeah, was I awake, he I think he, yeah he yeah, woke he up. Tried to drive somewhere that didn't feel right. Well, he home. yeah he just hung around yeah. for a while. He just hung out and he went and took a shower. He slept a little bit, laid on the ground while he's just bleeding from the head. And and reading that, you're thinking to yourself like you can imagine this all you want, but take a step back. Like this dude just shot himself in the head. He's just walking around the fucking house. Right. Like what kind of state of mind? And he's debating the whole time, whether he wants to, to finish it anyway. 
the details like are, are just extremely gruesome and his family finds him and I want to get into his story and his reflection upon what he did. He's, he's does not have a functioning right eye. So he's attempting to play with one eye with the giants. I'm, I'm so happy that I, I'm happy for him in general, the person, but it's awesome that it's, it's the giants um, because I know I'm going to, you know, follow it very, very closely. I'd follow it closely anyway, but man, the, this guy, the way he was talking about from a young age, how everything was pressured on, but how is your, everything was predicated on baseball from him and what seemed like from a young age, like he was the tantrum guy, which I, I was as a kid. Were you, how did you grow up with in your, in the sense of was baseball uh, the leading uh, predicator of your mood. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I think it was probably easier for me to shake, shake. I think honestly, the older you get and when it's, it's different when, okay, I suck today, but I have a soccer game and, or I have a basketball game, the older you get when it's like, oh shoot, I'm really trying to do this. That's when you go over at the high school game and the, you know, there could have been a college scout there or something like that. That's when it was like, man, I really blew it. And it's the whole day. It's the whole day. Right. And look, I don't have, uh, you know, any regrets with the way I cared, but I cared the most. Mm -hmm. Like that was everything to me, you know, whether I did well or not in baseball was just, that was how the day was going to go. If I had a good game, it was going to be great day if i had a shit game uh i knew i was just going to be in a terrible mood for the rest of the day honestly it was pretty much like that up until i got to college Mm -hmm. i would say where i kind of i was fortunate to have you know amazing teammates and and uh friends that would help me out but it was pretty much like that and it seemed like it was like that for for drew rod he said he had a dysfunctional family household growing up where they didn't really, it was kind of a bury your emotions Mm -hmm. thing. Don't really talk about it, which is very common. Like that's the other thing about this story. All of these points that he's making, I know they relate to someone because I've seen it. Like I can tell when someone has buried, um, you know, their failures down and and that's affected kind of the the way they walked and the way they carried themselves. Like every part of that story was relatable. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he was talking about and not talking about their emotions. And I'm, I talked about my emotions with my family. I was fortunate. Right. I was fortunate to have good coaches, but his whole thing of, and you played in college, you're not talking about your failures with your, with your teammates and the, the way that it's affecting you. If you're really struggling, are you? No. No, I mean, it's like you're annoyed. You're annoyed in the locker room. You're annoyed on the bus. And and maybe it makes it to when you get back to your house or apartment or whatever. And they're like, dude, we're going out tonight. Like, relax. It's oh, it, There's nothing you can do about it now. You know, so it's more of that. And you, you would have, you would have uh, those times, but there's, 
I think most of the time the guys just want to pick you up and, and move forward because you have probably have practice the next day or another game, you know, or yeah, you have, you have to. to, you have no choice, but to right. move forward. You got to get to the next pitch. That's, that's one of the, which that's the most important part is the short memory and getting to the next pitch, but there's a way to navigate the short memory, yeah. I guess. Is that, that's the correct way yeah. to say it. there's a way to navigate. You can't just let it deeply affect you and then not address it ever. Otherwise it's going to build up and build up and build up. And man, I, I, I was sad watching the documentary because you could tell in his interviews, man, you could, it's easy to tell when someone's going through it. It's easy to tell when someone's going through some shit and you may not realize it, but when you look back on it, you're like, yeah, I mean, obviously this guy had such a blank look in his interviews, the way he was going about it with the media and like, it was breaking my heart watching it and watching, you know, just how consumed he was with his own thoughts to where he wasn't present in the mm -hmm. moment. And that's the, the biggest thing is that you, it is so hard to be present in the moment and, and look at it through a perspective and appreciate what you've accomplished to that point. Cause it's always move on, move on, get to the next right. pitch, do this. It doesn't matter that you just raked because the next game you could go over four with four punchies right. and then you're back down in the shitter mm -hmm. again. So it was just very, every baseball player could have related to that because we've all been, very much affected in our real lives because of what's happened in our baseball lives. That's yeah, just, I mean, that's like that with any, yeah. any. Well, sport. And the thing is, it's interesting because a bad game in other sports, you can still feel like you produced. I've always thought this, you can, you can have a bad game in basketball, right? Steph has a terrible shooting night. You still put up 12 points, right? It wasn't good for Steph standards, but you still helped. You can do the same thing for football. Maybe you dropped the pass, but you still had 70 yards, something like that. Or, or if you're a quarterback, you threw for a couple passes. You go over and nothing comes to you in the field. You literally feel like you did nothing to help. All you did was hurt your team that day. And we're playing a sport where three out of 10 gets you in the hall of fame. So even the really good people are failing 70% of the time. That, I mean, think about that. That like 1% of major league baseball players are in the hall of fame. Everything under that's, that is ridiculous. So all that failure and you're supposed to figure out how to deal with it. It's a huge issue. Baseball, like it's been known, it's been on Twitter, it's been everywhere um, that baseball and, and mental health. I'm just going to go ahead and say all athletics mm -hmm. because I don't want to feel like I'm I'm just putting baseball on a pedestal above the rest. I'm not putting it, it on shit, a pedestal. I'm saying no, no, it's the uh, only course, sport like anyone at whatever, like nobody is putting up a donut beside you can't put up a donut right. in any other sport. I could, you could but the chances are not as high as you only get four chances to hit or five, six innings to pitch. And that's it specifically hitters so, because you can still yeah. strike someone out. Someone hits a home run off you, you go over, you feel like you've done nothing, nothing. 
nothing. By the way, we forgot to tell the listeners he survived. Yes. But anyway, they already know. I think majority yeah. of our listeners probably yes. know this story. They've seen it at least I, to I some would degree. Guess that. He did survive uh, the gunshot wound. He's going to spring training. Um, we didn't clarify it. Uh, we did he say he doesn't have functioning in his eye. But yeah, so we weren't clear on that. There's just so many. This is such a power. This was one of the most powerful. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, this like changed my life because of I thought of not only did I think of myself and the way that I related to it, like the self deprecating humor, which is funny, but it's tough because it's a slippery slope. Right. And this guy was obviously he was known as like a goofball. He was known and as his as a very humorous dude that would bring light to the clubhouse and all that stuff. The self-deprecating humor is a, a slippery slope, man, because at some point your mind starts to be conditioned to it. And that's bad for, for the, the entire psyche. Right. Um, and it's, it becomes like an instant gratification. You're thing. saying it as a joke, so, but it's starting to be, it, it is how you feel or it's starting to become how you actually feel. Right. It starts to become a reality. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you could tell that affected him. And it, it, there was just, it wasn't just myself that I related to. I saw it relate to so many different people that I played with. Uh, you know, my friends, like guys that, that I would fucking get in a bar fight with, like, obviously it's not to the extreme of, of this, but there's just like little shit that could have, that could make someone's day better. I don't know how you address this and, and help you out. That's honestly part of one of the first conversations I had with, uh, Taboni was inquiring about becoming a mental skills coach because of literally because of the mental strains of baseball right. and how to deal with it. And like, I had to, that was one of the biggest obstacles for me was how to navigate the failures of baseball. I think it's the biggest obstacle I know for everyone, but that was what I wanted to do. I was like, yeah, I'd love to just help people navigate mm-hmm. that. And he told me straight up, like, I don't know how, how many teams are are looking for that you have to have some specialists or some shit if you're not going to pay the minor leaguers you might as well pay people to help the minor leaguers right. yeah you're right what, do you have any do you have any other ideas as to how you can address this problem that's i'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that many many people may not be contemplating suicide and now they may be too which obviously that's an issue that's a terrible issue but many people are going through what drew robinson's going to a a minor degree but yet it's still affecting them that doesn't that doesn't disenfranchise the people that aren't considering killing themselves but they're still not enjoying it not getting the most out of life specifically to baseball how do yeah, yeah yeah how do how do teams and I mean yeah Kyrie you can talk about Kyrie, Kevin Love you, you know Kevin Love Andrew yeah Robinson. there's a lot of athletes there's a lot of athletes I think there's a lot of which everyone should be yeah there's a lot of levels to things um I this is probably going to be a weird direction to go with it but I'm going to go with it anyway because. I could make the argument after having conversations with people 
having conversations with baseball writers, people close to the game, that it's pretty messed up. And you can speak to this as well. It's pretty messed up that a guy could come up in spring training and because somebody's injured, um, this guy comes up, maybe does well, does okay. Doesn't really matter because the franchise, the organization has a plan. And now this guy goes back and posts on Instagram and all of his family is saying, you're about to make it, you're about to make it. Lo and behold, the organization has no plans to, to keep them keep him up or he's really just one of those filler guys. And we don't know how open organizations are with all of their players that would probably go get closer to my argument of 40 rounds not being necessary i sometimes i think it's false hope and sometimes i think it sucks for people to have a belief you're giving me a belief when technically you really don't believe that i can do it and you're probably going to make it fairly impossible for me to do it just based on how things time out, maybe with your organization. So I would make the argument that having 40 rounds isn't good for a lot of players' mental health. I would. You you cut it to 25. The other guys that didn't get drafted, they can still do independent ball if they really want to play that bad, but they have never been technically told by an organization, we think you can make it to the big leagues, when deep down, they don't think that. Yeah. I, I've actually never heard that before. I really like that take. That's not a bad take at all. No. Like that's, and I mean, you have your your guys that get drafted in the late rounds. It's not a lot of them, but there's going to be way, like teams are taking dudes from indie ball leagues all, all the, the time. time now. So it's not like guys aren't getting picked up from the, there's going to be more the, indie ball the leagues because they're probably get... going to shrink the minors. Right. The deeper bit. you get into it, the harder it is to, to let it go. So if you didn't get for, for, yeah. So for me, I didn't get drafted out of college. It sucked, but I knew that was where the buck kind of stopped. And I knew that if I could still try, cause I believe that, but major league baseball has told me in so many words, we don't believe that. So anything I did past that was on me. Anyone who did get drafted, they go to that next step of, okay, I'm in the system now and, and so on and so forth. So, and now you, you, it's more of a party, not to, it's time. It's time. You can't get that time back. I have friends that did get drafted at, at the same time when we all finished and, you know, the, and, and they get kicked out, right. They get released whatever, at whatever point in time kicked out and, and they and they're just let's get the boot they're they're lost they're looking around lost because i was lost after just after playing through college that's a long time from the age six to well, i redshirted so from age six to 23 that's a long time add five more years onto that you know nothing else you, on top of what you and your other friends who got drafted have talked about on the show that five years is probably the worst five years worst as in how tough it is, right? How tough it is and the toll that it takes on you and looking over your shoulder, am I going to get pulled up? All that stuff is going on all the time. 
all the time. And I think the scary part is, is that we're not realizing how tough it is. Right. Like we're not realizing what we're doing all, right now. All you're you, thinking, you're kind of like, yeah, you're just thinking the baseball world's absurd. Yes. That's that's literally well, my whole thinking thing is just like this. This is fucking right. wild. I'm in God knows where Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like, and it turns into it what have I? What am I privileged. not doing? What have I done wrong? Am I good enough? And then that's where those thoughts creep in because you see someone else get pulled up. I thought I thought it was I thought it was going to be me. Things like that. So. I don't know, man. I think it's a start. I think it's a start. You can't play with kids' emotions like that. I don't. Yeah, I I would agree with you. Obviously, you got to fill spots and and make a team and and all that stuff. But man, that's that's not a bad take at all to start. And honestly, like I'd take any suggestion mm-hmm. at this point. I'm willing. I, let's open the floor because. What the fuck's going on is we're not doing shit. We can read this. We can read Drew Robinson's story and be like, man, like that's sad. Or we can be like, you know what? There needs to be more done because there, there's a lot of people that are feeling exactly how Drew Robinson is feeling right now. Like it's not, this isn't a one-off. This is, this shit is motherfucking real. And there needs to be something in place that's going to, you can't have two mental health coaches for, or mental strength, mental coaches, whatever the fucking title is. You can't have two of them for the the whole minor leagues. No. No. Like that's, that can't be, I, I love the mental strength coaches at, uh, with the Mariners. Right. I, what are we going to schedule meetings every single day with them? No, you got to have a team of them. You got to have specialists. You got to have people that are at the affiliates that are willing to work with, with you. And, and I know the, the, the coaches went from affiliate to affiliate, but man, this shit's got to be every day. Like you got to maintenance this every day. Yeah, It's the same as, uh, you know, coming from a junior college. No, you know, I, look, I love, I love Kenyatta. I love the, the path that I took, but it's same as going, talking to a counselor at a junior college, right? They mean, well, they're trying to do the right thing, but there's not enough. There, there's not enough to go around. They're like, Hey, what do you need to, to transfer? Where are you planning on going? That's all I got for you. I, ha- I have 10 more, 20 more appointments today. You know, it's not enough. Right. You need a team, yeah, you need it. a full on team. Yeah. We got, we got a team of, we need a team of specialists. Yes. I'd be willing to, we could, I could, we could definitely help teams. We could be consultants. I'm sure we could. Just, I, I would love to talk to players and just talk about the There's so many random consultants in major league baseball that we don't even know what the hell they do. And, and to be honest, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. Of well, note. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Vince Young was uh, hired. He actually just got rehired. He got rehired he got by fired. Texas. He was like, a, he's like assistant to the athletic director or something now, like that. Right, assistant regional manager, right. and then he got fired. Right. Is the yeah, yeah, Vince Young, man, Dwight Young. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is a powerful story. I hope we can do something because fuck, did this hit home? Like I, I was talking to my family about mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of people that I talked to about it. Um, and just the way that it's like, 
holy shit, this guy was obviously very extreme and I'm, I'm so happy he's okay. I'm happy he's realizing, look, there's a reason I'm alive. But man, did, did a lot of those, um, a lot of the aspects of the story reached out and touched a lot of people mm-hmm. and including myself. So we, uh, on a much lighter note, we had some fireworks tonight uh, or last night since this is going to be airing on Friday. Um, But Bob Nightingale tweeted that Bauer was going to the Mets. Of course he did. Deal's done. The deal is done. We should check Twitter. I haven't checked Twitter in the time we've been recording. We've been recording for a minute. So I, I mean, it would be, should we see if maybe it's a trending, but it could be, we just missed it. Yeah, I mean, he still has the tweet up five hours ago, and then it just turns out they don't have a deal. Right. So baseball Twitter just, they love to get shit wrong. Um, They love to go after each other. It's like a big food fight. Once this does, it's a high school cafeteria, just throwing meatloaf at each other. Um, This is is where baseball offseason's at its best. It's when shit's going haywire and everyone's fighting each other. So I love it. Honestly, I love it. This is um, this is how it should be. Uh, I hope that this trend continues and I hope teams stop trading away franchise players and I hope old baseball reporters continue to get shit wrong and then Twitter to go nuts because that's that's what makes baseball. Yes. Baseball. Yeah. It, it's it's always better when it's wrong. And I mean, look, I'm trying to see, trying to think who I want to compare. Oh, I got a Niner guy over the weekend. He fucked himself. He absolutely pissed all over himself. Uh, he tweeted out, this is a dude actually. Okay. I, it was in good fun. It was in jest. So like we, it was, it wasn't like I was shitting mm-hmm. on him or anything. Um, this was a guy in 95, seven. Uh, Bay Area radio station. Matthew Stafford is on his way to the 49ers in the next day or so. Sounds like a handful of day two picks from 2021-2022. Also, one source told me the Niners have been actively shopping Jimmy. No shit. Uh, But no one is biting. He's expected to be released. And I tweeted at him. I said Sterling because his name's Mm -hmm. Sterling. I'm not going to say his last name. You can go to my Twitter. Probably very easy to find. Uh, (laughs) Sterling. extremely easy <laughs> access uh sterling do not mess this up i remember that tweet what do you think yeah yeah what do you think he did he messed it right. up Niners don't have matt stafford they don't um but it's always way more entertaining when people get shit wrong yeah and i, I i'm trying to think as far as how they're playing this and bauer has just tried to become this the only real content creator guy in baseball there's really nobody like him and luba leans into that his agent rachel luba so shout out to them for creating the buzz and it's kind of coming to a head now because it's like okay he you, they, they did a great job but and you, there is no but you did a great job you just have to sign now spring training is about stuff. spring training <laughs> like, <coming>. yeah like, <laughs> like you, it was to, a good run but that's probably, being like, uniform. They, they are go, yeah. probably going to wrap it up knowing them they probably want to drop it because they're 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 basically like the um, Dave, Dave Portnoy 
of baseball, of playing baseball. They are just content machines. Yeah, everything they do, you got to realize that everything they're going to like do is going to be I like it. No, no, I like it. I would guess it comes and then be genuine. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt. I know social media tends to be a little quieter on the weekends unless there's a big sporting event. I I don't think they want to compete with Super Bowl, so I think we see something Friday or Saturday. If not, probably like mid next week after the Super. That's how much how calculated I think they are with this. Oh, they, 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 they're brilliant. So I re they're, every little thing here, like her, she's going after some reporters, like everything is, it's generating the buzz. It's generating the electricity. They're showmen, they're show women, they're yeah. show men. Like yeah. that's, that's, what's going to happen here. They're, they're trying to get the buzz going. I, I like my it. guess would be Friday. I like it because no matter what people are talking about. But yeah. My guess would be today for the listeners Friday, because Saturday is just going to be all Super Bowl all Super Bowl, pre-Super Bowl talk. Honestly, I might not even do, I might do Friday evening because Friday is the last day for sports talk shows because sports talk (laughs) shows don't really go. Like, you don't, they don't do first take on Saturday. You think they got like a whiteboard? I'm telling you, man. It's like 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 Drake doesn't want to drop, like someone doesn't want to drop the same day Drake drops. Super Bowl is Drake. Bro, Drake. Super Bowl is Drake. Drake's not, Drake was supposed to drop an album. He tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Dude, he's always hurting himself. Yeah, he's got a he's injury yeah, prone. Yeah, I mean he's he's great singing and stop and, trying to be yoked all the time. Just just singing rap. He's jacked. Yeah. He's a jacked mm-hmm. dude. But yeah, my guess but, would be maybe tomorrow, uh, after all the shows have finished, and or next week. I don't think they compete with uh, Saturday or Sunday. I think they let it rock. And I think if they do it next week, it won't be early next week because people will still be talking about the Super Bowl. Do you think they could do it at halftime of the Super Bowl? He just shows up. Weekend, the, <laughs> the, the weekend brings them out. Dude, like, I mean. It's, hey, guys, big announcement. Dude, older people are like, first of all, who's the weekend? Second of all, who's Trevor Bauer? Going to my notes. Oh, I mean, the weekend's Canadian. He could be a big Blue Jays fan. Oh, my God. I am such a fucking. I knew this podcast was going to be something good. So what? We just came up with the greatest idea mm-hmm. ever. So you got to get in contact with the weekend. The weekend brings him out as he's making love to the crowd. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, everybody!" Like, he announces he's going to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays say, "I'm Canadian." Like the it, the stars are aligning. You think for, they're in the running? The Blue Jays. Happen. It could be. Any team could be in the run. The A's, if they want to okay. be, they okay. could be in the running. I'm convinced if the A's just wanted to pay Bauer, they could. They just choose. The owner yeah, chooses I think my buddy was to, telling me it's not that owner. It's like the fifth richest owner in the league. I am your buddy that's been saying that. Hmm. I've been telling you that this owner is a rich-ass dude. There you go. He's just – I yeah. thought I was cheap, but, you know, this owner. Dude, yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> um, and he could come on the podcast. I'll tell him, I'll tell him he sucked. We'd probably um, have to pay him to come on. I don't even know what he does or who he oil. is. I just know he's rich. I just always guess oil. It's <laughs> big uh, stocks or oil. Big, big pharma or, or big oil. <laughs> One of the hedge fund. Yeah. Like there's like what are what are the what are the categories of owners yeah. that you could oil uh, that you could have? It's head fund, hedge yeah. fund, 
Bolero, uh, Texacon, or Texacon. Yes, or me, and and then just. Chevron. And I would just say, born into it, born into it, like 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 born Mark Davis. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him? Next episode. Whoa. Next episode, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll table that one. Um, but yeah. I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping someone else gets it wrong next. I'm hoping John Heyman takes a crack right, at it. Right, just, uh, he maybe just, we he should get into it. Just be like breaking. Oh yeah, you get, you, absolutely. I, I, somebody who was super salty. I've I've started following some of these YouTube creators just to see how they how they work. A lot of them are like obsessed oh, like, with the like show, like Bryce Hall. I don't know if it's Bryce Hall. Oh 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 like baseball youtube yes i i fell in a black okay, hole like one day foolish baseball. yes yes i was thinking yes. i was thinking like tiktok no stuff. no i fell into a uh, black hole and i just followed like five of them and one was a blue jays fan and was like irate when i think lindor broke to the nets to the mets early and something happened and he was just like these guys because the guys who broke it did, weren't verified i think they only had like two k's like these guys just gained 500 followers. Like we can't believe people doing stuff for clout. Like he was irate. And I was just like, you know what? If I'm these guys, you get 2K followers from breaking it. Probably only 500 are going to drop. The rest are going to be so lazy. They're just going to hang around. I think it's a, I think it's a good business model. Right. I think it's a good what are you going to get roasted for a day? Yeah. Right. Like people are just going to shit on you. For and then all day, you have to you say is, look, John Heyman got one like, wrong. I don't see you roasting him. You you can name right all like every baseball writer over the age of like six. You just pretend like you five. just pretend like you're really mad at like your source. Really sorry, guys. I believed my source, and you had no source. You had no source. <laughs> Fuck my source. Yeah, just bash your yeah. source. Like, I'm not gonna name him because that would be rude. Source. But trust me, I am not gonna. I, he has lost my trust, and there's no source. Yeah, he's dead. To my be. cat right there. That's my, that was my be. source. You know. Yeah. Man, we should we should break some news. Be, I, might I think unfortunately, news. I think you need at least a grand to be believable. Like I don't think I can roll with my three fifty and anyone's gonna believe me. You gotta get in the algorithm. Yeah, that's true. We I would love to see the Maybe stats. We'll pay. We'll be. I don't pay know if there's likes. any poll. We'll pay for likes on it. I don't think I would do that. Um, <laughs> but I would love to break some sort of news. Like at some point. That's one of my bucket list goals is to break news. Uh, I don't want to be a journalist where I'm like breaking news all the mm-hmm. time. I'd want to break like one. Cool you got to do is break one. You got to break one. Like forgot yeah. like who broke UFO. Who, whoever broke Durant to the Warriors, uh, they're set. Because I don't think it was like, I don't think it was a Stephen A. Stephen A. will be on first take. Like, excuse me, guys, my source is just. Uh, I have something to add to the show. And it's Dude, and it's I never would, like genius. It's fucking genius. But it's like always it's just like it's his, never actually saying anything. It's like his buddy texting yeah. him, like not anything about anything. It's just like, hey, I, uh, yeah, I'm coming. here to tell you right now. This weekend, Deshaun Watson is prepared to set out sit out the season. He's prepared to set out the season. Yeah, I can't say who. I can't say why. But all I know is this brother is unhappy. It's great. It's a great impression. It's a very good impression. I also like the the 
uh, journalists that break the news. I, I've said it before. They break the news that's already been broken. So there's one. I'm not going to name the, the source, but there was plenty of people that broke the news that Bob Nightingale <laughs> broke. And then they ended up somehow as a third party in this right, lie. Right. That like, so they decided to break the news, and then it's like, well, shit. Like, looks like, but then they blame Bob Nightingale, and it's like, bro, you're breaking yeah, news. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on you. That's on you. Right. Pal. It's like, oh, like you know, my little. If people that I I show up for, they'll think I bro- I broke it, or they everyone's trying to get in the mix, and then when the mix is wrong, they're like, right. I had nothing to do with that abstain i abstain well yeah this one guy that i saw damn damn i want to name names hella bad we'll we'll get there i think what's also tough is the for me there's a couple things and we we got to close soon we're going long here but (laughs) we we can trim this one i but following is for me it's probably the same for a lot of people but following bay area writers and journalists and the worst is like a warriors media day or warriors post game or warriors whatever for any sport warriors giants because it's just a whole like your timeline is filled with everyone posting the same quotes right after each other and i know it's my fault for following them but i'm just like come on guys like Sometimes I'll have different takes, but on media day or, or when someone gets announced, like, you know how many times I had to see that Eric Pascal was out tonight? I saw it seven times, at least. Dude, it's awesome. The self-awareness that, that some people show. Right. And it's like, look, no in, offense, Mr. Mr. Three K you know, who hasn't followed me back, but that's a different story for a different day. Mr. Five K I get it. You're doing your job, but don't you think we've heard this already? Don't you think if we're following maybe you, maybe throw in your two cents about it? You're like, dang, I had like no throw clue. in a little subs, substance with Th- it. No, it's literally you don't have quotes. To be like I'm a literally breaking. quotes. You just be, right, exactly. It's it's just it's baffling the lack of self awareness that that comes about of of some, or at least just say stuff. like per Warriors PR. It's like, oh wow, thanks. I did. Did you break this? No, because I saw it five different places. It just got announced. It bugs me. I like it when people say per to like per uh, Shams or like per Woj, like, oh, thanks, man. Uh, I'm sure people are following right, you. Right, right, right. If it wasn't Woj. for you, I wouldn't have seen what yeah. Woj Oh, man. Like, so glad that you quoted, like, you gave Woj the credit. <laughs> I hadn't seen that already. <laughs> you know, a shout out to the writers. It. We know it's a grind, man. But some of you, yeah, you oh, don't yeah. have we're, to we're just... post stuff that's unique. Post stuff that the other people didn't. Because we know, here's the crazy part. We know you follow them too. So we know you're seeing the same thing five different times. I guarantee you I saw it before that guy. I'm always refreshing. Exactly. Same here. Same here. And I got to hear you or see you retweet, like just say the same thing. Oh my God. (laughs) It's coming up back to back on the timeline. Like I got a breaking and then I got, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, you know, 1000 that's Mr. Mr. just right behind Mr. 3000 that's right behind yeah. <laughs> fucking Wojnowski. Yeah, right. Just breaking the same exact yeah. news. Just getting the, just literally just getting the crumbs. 
because like all he, all he's getting is like the old guy that might just only follow local local people. He's just getting the crumbs from Woj. Woj, please, can I have right. some? Can I have some crumbs? <laughs> They're just so it, it's so cute. It's adorable and naive. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's adorable and naive. Yeah. All right, goddamn, that was fun. Shout um, out to three Kers. We'd love to have you on. Yeah, I know. Seriously, we we love to bust, but you come in and roast right. that. I mean, shit. you got three K. We don't. We don't. We're combined a little over a right. K. So yeah, I mean, we're just we're just roasting. Right. We just love that's to like roast. when it's like uh, we love being roasted. We love. I think when roast. like Draymond drops a donut and Steph drops sixty two, it's like Draymond and Steph went went combined for sixty two points tonight. Oh, dude, Draymond's Draymond's line is always like. That's always Draymond's line of the night. It's like one of my favorite right. things. And you just see a one, eight, 10. Yes. Yeah. Like something like that. Or like a two, 14, nine. To, it's like, how does that even work? TNT like, Shaq's like, I see Draymond got another triple single. <laughs> yeah, the triple single. And it's, yeah, it's a two, eight, 10. Or a two, so dumb. Orlando, you're two, eight, six. <laughs> The two eight six, and it's like, what? Like, how does that? How does that work out? Oh man! Oh, All man. right, let's get out of here. Late. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Been a grind of a day. At Longball underscore Pod at Orazo. Thanks for listening. At the underscore Styles Files. Styles with an I. At the underscore Styles Files. Styles with an I. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Yep. See you next week. Love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.